It's a podcast about pro wrestling movies and pro wrestling movies. Hosted by Lumberjake, Mike Payfi, and JC. We constantly bicker, but we are best friends. From No Holds Bar to the Naked Man, the fun never ends. Be sure to stick around for our mascot, Mr. Peacock, and a great wrestling show that truly rocks. This is the closest we're ever going to get to a live show. Well, kind of. They're all live shows. But like, we're... With people? Well, Just because there's people outside of this palatial studio where it doesn't yeah. mean... To be fair, this audience we're in front of right now is the same amount we would draw if we promoted a live podcast. Right. So you're saying that us doing a live show would be a bad idea. Yeah. At yes. this point in our career. Because I've been promoting this as our three-way theater secret show. Is that why nobody's here? Right. I did it was a, a very secret. I did oh. such a good job promoting it to nobody. You're that, a great um, promoter, JC. Thank you. I've been waiting for somebody to say that for 20 years. No. <laughs> Wait. Are we recording? We sure oh, are. Hey, welcome, guys, to Three Way Theater. Ooh. I'm not, Mike Pava. It's not Three Way Theater. It's the mini cast. Oh, well, it's still yeah, Three Way Theater. Yeah. You do that no, every that, time. This and is it the, messes us up. Are we also best in show? <laughs> we. That's a subsection, but it's still Three Way Theater. Not, I'm Lumberjake. Oh, and I'm JC. And uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, we watch pro wrestling movies and pro wrestling movies. That's right. We're getting it, guys. We sure are. Finally. It's, took 20 episodes. I know. We're like three peas in a pod. Cast. Can I... So this is a mini-cast. We're just kind of free, free form in this thing. It, free balling it. Yeah. Uh, what? We were... <laughs> we've been together now for just about 24 hours, about, almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that, and that's it. We just met each other 24 hours ago. <laughs> right. This is our first time. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice, nice, to, meet you. nice to meet you. Doctor. Oh, doctor. Yeah, peace be with you. Peace be with you. And yep. with you. And, and also with you. <laughs> and um, we were at a wrestling show last night in, Surprise. New, in new Beige. Ew. Which is New Bedford. I, apparently, we were informed last night that it was New Beige. I hate it. I don't know what it means. I, I hate beige, it. But, you know. It's like it's like when people add Vegas to the end of things. Uh, like like Manch Vegas. Manch Vegas, Brock Vegas. Like, why? Well, did you know, Mikey, that right next to New Beige is Tan and Taupe? Oh. Yeah. I prefer Old Tan. Oh. Oh. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> we were at a show last night. beige, old tan? I, I get it. Uh, no, right. I get what you mean. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, like I didn't know if I lost you. No, no. I, like I mean, it. you did kind of lose me, Sorry but it's all right. Uh, um, but we were at the show. Yep. And it was our one, we do one a year. For this promotion, we do one House show of Bricks. Yeah. Yeah, Brickhouse Baker my, my, my trainer. And, right, your trainer, yep. not Travis Funk, as rumored on the internet. Right, don't believe everything you hear. Don't and believe everything Travis Funk tells you. <laughs> we don't normally go outside of our own world. We're Comfort usually zone. in our own bubble. Right. Which um, is very frustrating because we have to set up the ring. Right. Do all the permits. But we were just hanging out. and yeah, having fun. And we were together, and somebody, <laughs> somebody just from across the way in the back of the somebody? locker room. Yeah, just were like... Like Jeremy, <laughs> and we without a without, without missing, missing a, a beat, beat. Like, Jeremy spoken, <laughs> and then they said Jeremy again, and he was like class today. <laughs> and people don't believe that we just 
right that off the cuff. Song, yeah. If you listen to Three Way Theater and you think these guys plan this, right. you guys are always like, we just. It couldn't mine. be further from the truth. And people were just looking at us like, you guys just did that out of nowhere. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's true. We've like, given props at a karaoke bar. For having in sync like uh, choreography, like hand movements, yeah, yeah, but we didn't even mean no. to. We didn't plan it out. Um, I just don't. I like it's just one of those things. It was one of those moments of clarity where you're like, "Wow, this is we are who we are in real life. This is what we're always like. We're like this all the time. <laughs> yeah, we can't shut it out. And people at first were probably put off by us, but by the end of the night. Everybody yeah. was crowding around us like we were the fucking coolest kids in class. I mean, we were the cool kids on the block, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, the cool kids on the short bus. Like, it's just it was something, it was amazing to me. It was really cool, and I'm really glad that we got to do it. I don't want to do it again for Until another next year. Yeah, like, of course. But it was great, and it was great. Uh, we got to sing Journey, and we got to hang out, and we just had a good time. And that's what three-way theater's all about. That's right. And, and that he, being said... We're currently sitting outside another show. Right. right. We're not in our normal three-way theater recording studios. Yeah, we have a usual set amount of places that we'll record. This is a new one for us. Yeah, uh, picture this. Sicily. Sicily. <laughs> I lob them. You guys hit them out of the yeah, park. Yeah, home run. Um, oh, you go on. You were saying. Uh, we're sitting in the back <laughs> of a 16-foot box truck. A nice one, too. I mean, I don't know about a nice one. Hey, it doesn't have a little lip. It's we have to better than, yeah, nobody, nobody cares about the lip, we'll listen. except for us. We normally record listen, either at... From the top to bottom, there's one, two, three, four <laughs> pieces of wood. And then on the other You really side, had a count like that? What? Like this clearly... All right, anyway. And on the other He was side, counting on his toes, actually. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, you really need to clip your toenails. No, Mike Pava, tell your toenails Oh, story. so, um... <laughs> I, um, one time... Had intentionally grown out my toenails really long, and then I. <laughs> Wait, I just found this out about yeah. twenty minutes ago. I am horrified. I've known this for a while. Also, I weird? slept with Mike Pava in bed last night, <laughs> and if it, I knew, that's also weird. <laughs> Is it a little bit? I Wait, mean, you don't. Yes! This is perfect. This we can is actually perfect. I know. I well, I just invited him to come over. Oh, all right, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, uh, th- That's right. That voice you hear is uh, our good friend and confidant. The riot, Kellen Thomas. Uh, in case you thought we were lying, we were in a box yeah, truck. We're That's actually the door in a box truck. Actually That was a box truck opening closing. Yeah. Also, I don't know if it's coincidence or not. <laughs> this is the best we've ever sounded on three-way It Sure theater. is. Maybe we got because Kellen's on the bus. And also, we got a brand new mixer. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is. So, so um, last episode, we the did the wrestler. Two thousand and eight. The most recent wrestler. And if you haven't heard it, check it out. Go to threewaytheater.com. Do it right now. Um, but there's something that we did not know and that we're going to tell you right now. Ooh, we, omi- uh, omissions and corrections. Yeah. Big yeah. Big well, when you Find ta- out in the next mini-sode. Yeah. <laughs> next week. No. Tune in next week. Well, Kellen, welcome to Three Way Theater. This is your first appearance on Three Way Theater. This is. I'm stealing Jake's mic. Steal his mic. That's fine. It's fine. Jake, keep that awkwardly away from him anyway. <laughs> Um, but you dropped this bomb on us a couple weeks ago that you have a credit in The Wrestler? I, I certainly do. If you look at the credits after all the important people. Of course. Um, and Nick Cage. No, this is before. <laughs> um, it, there is a special thank you section uh, to certain members of the wrestling community. 
And if you scroll down and read enough, you will find that in between uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker and Greg the Hammer Valentine <laughs> is the name Kellen Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and right that, where it belongs, etched in the annals of history. I mean, the Jammer and <laughs> Kellen. <laughs> yes, friend of three-way theater, Greg the Jammer Valentine. Right, and friend of three-way theater, <laughs> Kellen. Right. Um, is that with an E or an A, by the way? It's it's uh, depends on who you ask. Okay, I just if you to ask yeah. Jake, it's an E. If but you it, ask Jake, it's an E, which is the stem of our entire feud. I was born in Rhode Island. Um, I was born in Rhode Island. Tell us why and how. Yes. So uh, back when the movie was first being not even made yet, it was still in a pre-production situation. It was actually so far in the pre-production stage that Nicolas Cage was still supposed to be the wrestler at the time. And the producers were looking for some place to train said Nick Cage. Um, in the art of wrestling. Uh, at the time, uh, Nick Stone, uh, Bloodstone, owned, uh, rented out a unit in New Bedford uh, where we had our ring. Was that still called the Caroba at that point? It was not the Caroba at that point. I'm going to say we, he had named it the Forge. Was New Bedford um, called New Beige back then? It was, has <laughs> been. Have you since, heard it been called New Beige? Since day one. Really? Damn was, it. What does it mean? God damn MTE, it. When, he, when he brought me to uh, Dre and Scott, he said, hey, I know people in New Beige. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, just huh. like that. That's right, Kellen with an A. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, but go on. But yes, so... Uh, Mad Dog Matt Storm sent me a message, uh, and he said, hey, can you go open up the building for us? I have some guys that want to take a look. So I had keys, and I said, absolutely. So I made the trip down to New Bedford. I opened it up, and the producers were there with Matt, and they they asked a bunch of questions, and they said they were looking for a place that was out of the way because they were going to have, at the time, Nicolas Cage, a very well-known actor, for reasons yet to be determined, that they wanted some place that he wouldn't get mobbed. It's and, amazing. You know, obviously. And they, they picked New, New Beige. <laughs> <laughs> they figured New Bedford was so far away and a place that no human being in their right mind would want to willingly uh, yeah, go Yeah, nobody to. would ever get hurt in New Bedford. Yeah. No. So they, they came and looked at it, and they took down our information. Obviously, they ended up going elsewhere, but because of just opening up a door, I got my name. <laughs> etched in the credits of a Hollywood movie. It's amazing. And Sheldon Goldberg's on there, another New England promoter. So maybe they looked at him, too. Now, is it true, Kellen, that you um, you never watched the movie? You only fast-forwarded it to see <laughs> your so name I, in the credits. I never saw the movie in theaters. Uh, I forgot. How, I think Mad Dog might have even alerted me to the fact that our names were in the credits. Um, because the day the DVD came out, I ran to Walmart and Raynham and picked it up. Yep. <laughs> I went home. I popped it in. I went straight to the credits, saw my name, <laughs> took a picture, put the DVD back in its case, and did not watch it until 2013. <laughs> Where Amazing. I was one day bored and said, you know what, let me, let me finally watch. Amazing. I think the coolest thing is, so last episode we talked so much about that pre-production process and how far along it got with Nicolas Cage involved. Right. Knowing that... That kind of changes everything as far as what we thought for Mickey Rourke. Oh, but since we have you here, Kellen, uh, at the end of the wrestler, did he die? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your what are your thoughts? Yeah. When, when, when you, you watched it uh, five years later. I was yeah. Say when I watched it five years later, and now four years ago, <laughs> and haven't watched it since. Um, it is. It, it's my belief uh-huh. that he does. Okay. Because it's just the type of movie that you see it coming. Also, he we already confirmed that he did die. Yeah, I think that's a unanimous. I 
buried oh, that. You, you you blew the lid right off it because with the sounds in the right. whole movie, like yeah, a, yeah. yeah man. If you look at the, the, the clues laid throughout. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not usually a good f- person for that sort of stuff. I miss a lot of subtleties, but now again, you only watched it once. But do you think that Mickey Rourke made a good Randy the Ram? Do you think Nicolas Cage would have been better? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> Mickey Rourke was the only choice. You kind of yeah. swerved me there for a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> can, can we all agree that like the the power couple of Marissa Tomei and Mickey Rourke is much better than Nicolas Cage and uh, Marissa Tomei? 100%. Yes. I mean, Marissa Tomei in anything is going to... Uh, if yeah. Marissa Tomei was Randy the Ram, five-star movie. I would have watched that movie in the Okay, here's a hot take. What if they did like one of those reunion movies where they bring two like famous like power couples back and it was Joe Pesci as the wrestler? I love I'd that. watch the shit out I of I love that so much. Fantastic idea. Kellen, thank you for joining us oh, no here I on the program. Go see if my opponent's yeah, here. he's gonna go yeah. wrestle that, right now. Because so. again, we're in a box truck because they rented our wrestling ring right. for today. Kellen, your opponent's not here. I'm, a po- oh. I'm currently geared up. I was supposed to be on second. My opponent did not show up, so I'm gonna try and find out when the hell I might actually All right, well, be wrestling. Good luck. But I will talk to you, gentlemen. After this the is show. live, boys. Yeah, but- is it live or is it Memorex? Again, be it's sure Memorex. to check out. Oh, yeah, you live. need that. Again, be sure to check out The Wrestler yeah, in our yeah. archives at Three Way Theater. Yeah. And also check out uh, Kellen Thomas. You can find him on Twitter. Uh, you can find him on Twitter yeah, at yeah. Uh, Riot Kellen. That was actually me doing Foley work. That wasn't a real That was really opening. good. Thank it was you. Really You're good. getting good at your I'm Foley trying, work. You know? Amazing. So that was great timing. That, was that perfect. couldn't have been better. <laughs> That's exactly uh, what we were I'm going to gonna break down the fourth wall. We had planned to <laughs> record an interview with him after and just splicey, splicey. Well, I'm going to break that fourth wall down even more. He texted me and said, my opponent's not here yet. And I said, come to the truck. <laughs> so, like, it all worked out. But now his uh, opponent's going, my opponent's not here. <laughs> oh, man. That's, I, I feel like that. What a fucking crazy story. It's a crazy story, and it's something that you didn't realize where a close friend of ours, like, had that kind of. Right connection to a movie that we've reviewed. I mean, yeah. we've we've talked to directors of our films that we've reviewed, uh, but it's just a weird little... It's like six degrees of separation. Yeah. Uh, did you know me and Mike Pava are, uh, are within six degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon? Really? That's true. Because um, me and him have both worked with Brutus the Barber Beefcake wrestling. Okay. Brutus the Barber Beefcake wrestled Zeus Tiny Lister, right? And Tiny Lister was on Midnight Meat Train with the guy who played Bert in Tremors with Kevin Bacon. That's amazing. And also, don't forget, Tiny Lister is also a three-way theater alumni as well. He sure is. He's a a good, uh, uh, not a close friend of three-way theater because he doesn't know who we are. Tiny Lister and his giant Lister. We love you, Tiny. (laughs) We love you, buddy. D-Boo! Tiny, one of those things that when I, so if you haven't seen, I put it up on threewaytheater.com. It's also on our Facebook and Twitter. I put up a mural, like a, that like a, a montage, di- like a poster yeah, of that. some of the movies that we have reviewed right. and us yes. along with Mr. Peacock and Daisy and Daisy. Yuck. Uh, and we, I, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, but one of the things I recognized while making the poster is that there's not a lot of representation in the movies that we have reviewed. There is a lot of white dudes, a lot of dogs, uh, but not like Tiny Lister's kind of our only person of color that's really been represented in these movies. Now, some of it's because of we watch these movies from the seventies. What about uh, what about Cherry and Glow? All right. Okay, that's that's fair. 
Um, but I again, I feel like that's that's the two ex- people. That's the exception, yeah. not the rule. Right. And We've husband. done twenty movies, and a lot of it. Like, I just feel like I feel like we should write a wrestling movie. And what about a Tonga Tom? Is he really like it's Polynesian? He's, he's, all right, person yeah. of color though, right? Ah, choose Polynesian. Oh, the bless you. <laughs> Holy shit, that was... This is... What? Is that that not okay? Uh, It's fine. It just almost gave me a fucking hemorrhage. (laughs) Oh, no. Are you okay? I don't think so. I smell burnt Is it because of the the fake sneeze, or do you just need to go to the... The joke was just so terrible. (laughs) Aw. So Halloween's right around the corner, guys. That's right. Scary face. Scary face. (laughs) Uh... And uh, just like last year around Halloween, we're going to do another crossover. Crossover! Which we did mention last episode. Yeah, but you see... The next uh, episode. We After this episode. Yeah, after the minute. Listen, in three-way theater fashion, mm-hmm. we have said one thing and we'll continue <laughs> to do another. Isn't that a part of our charm? Yeah. yeah. So... Um, Waiting for Sperm Commando, aren't you? <laughs> I'm still going to be waiting. We had originally said we were going to do our crossover with the Mac cast with the Sting... Moment uh, of truth. Moment, moment of, truth. of truth. I, you know what? If we're not going to review it, let me just say, I have the book. Wait, it's a. It was a book. Yeah, I have the. I have the Sting Moment of Truth book. Okay, I have the. Okay, I have the Lumber audible Jake? version. Oh, you have um, the audio book. Yeah, version? it's okay. narrated by Clint Howard. Oh, um, Lumber Jake, I want a book report. I'm lying. It's not real, Jake. You don't have to look at me that way. Because I like, I would buy that. <laughs> Here's the thing about Sting Moment of Truth. I got it. Um. In like I was at a dump one day, at the at the at the Pembroke dump. Huh. We were literally at the dump. I was literally at the dump, and they have this little like side thing where they have like books and stuff. And I was looking, and I found Sting Moment of. <laughs> and that's exactly where it belongs. <laughs> You're goddamn right. So it wasn't a big book. It wasn't like a large thick book. It was like a small book filled with pictures. Huh. So. We've after decided, we went off, well, no. After we went off the air, Mikey decided yeah, uh, that it would be too controversial. I, I decided. I, I, I kind of. He went to Catholic school because Monster Listen. Mac reached out to me personally when we were getting ready to set up the crossover. Holy freaking crap! That's yeah, a, yeah, exactly. Good. And he was. He basically said to me, "Like, I want to do the crossover again." I'm like, "Absolutely." Sting moment of truth is what he pitched, and that's when I brought it to you guys right. and. Mikey, his normal timid self, he didn't speak up at the last episode, and he just kind of went along with it, and it took like a week and a half afterwards for him to be like... To build up the courage. Well, <laughs> also, I wasn't the only one to uh, feel this way. Who uh, else? Um, uh, uh, trainee number one also feels the same way. Really? He yes. never said that to me. No, I talked to him last night, Okay, and he feels the same way, and uh, I just think it would be... It would be very muddy waters to cross, and well, we love that. We muddy like to water. have a fun, light atmosphere, and I feel like it will get really dark, really bad, really quick. I mean, we've gotten pretty dark so, on three-way theater. Yeah, that's true. But religion okay, so we've decided is off the table for me. We will be now reviewing WrestleManiac. WrestleManiac. Oh, the WrestleManiac. Yeah. What do we know about the WrestleMania? I know so Chavo. Uh, no, Rey Mysterio Sr. Oh, Rey Mysterio Sr. I thought it was Chavo Classic. How, when was this no. movie, did this movie come out? Oh. Um, 2008. Okay, so it's So this is one of the movies recent. that Anthony Green had given us during... Uh, yeah, he had given us a stock. The beginning of Three-Way Theater, he gave yeah. us a stack of DVDs. Cool, so um, I gotta find that. 
Oh, so, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have it, I'm sure. Yeah, it's around somewhere. Well, uh, so that'll be what we were doing when we do the crossover. With right. The and, you know, I think that it is a, it's a horror movie. So it's going to be one of those things where it fits in with the theme that we're mm-hmm. doing. Um, I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be fun. It'll be a little lighter. I can tell you it has one of three-way theater's biggest staples, tits. All right. Yes. Um, I do. All right. So I do have the synopsis. The movie came out in 2006. Um, and the synopsis, while shooting a porn film in Mexico, crew members encounter a legendary psychotic wrestler, Rey Mysterio Sr. That's the synopsis. I'm in. Rey Mysterio Sr. is That's actually all- uh, Rey Mysterio's uncle. Oh. His biological uncle. And looking at the cast, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Oh, except for that guy. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, stay tuned. So, um, uh, well, f- real quick, that'll be when the Matt cast is on with us. Our show, yes. yes. But we, we also, will also be crossing back over. Yes. To the, uh, to the upside down in, at, like, with the in, Matt cast. In another We're going class- to the upside down? Yeah. Yep. In another classic crossover, like um, when uh, House of Pains met Meet the Browns, <laughs> Tyler Perry. Classic. <laughs> what a deep cut there. Classic. Yeah, I got you. And um, we're going to be discussing some of our worst moments. And Yeah. So, you know, obviously, WrestleCrap.com is a huge... Big like, deal. I've web- loved WrestleCrap.com because For I, I a love gimmicks. Yeah, yeah. It came out in 97. I bought I both books. In. It was yep, one of those too. websites that I always visited as a kid. Yeah, like, yes. so that, was my, that was a weekly destination yeah. stop because I knew when it updated and I was loving it. And you think that, you know, this is just on a national level. On the local level, WrestleCrap <sighs> is a plenty. And yes. this is only what the three of us collectively can come up with personally uh, right. thought, we, we've yeah. been we're, involved in yeah. our own wrestlecraft we're not going to be shitting on other people this is no, stuff this is that happened, happened to us, us. Yeah, I mean so. we could probably talk about some other things I know the Mac Attack have told me that they have a few nuggets that they want to oh, share okay. like this it's going to be, be it's going to be one of those things where we're we're not just going to be shitting on others we are absolutely going to be shitting on ourselves I can't wait because and, we've uh, been a part of a lot of a shit I know you guys aren't aware of this yet but I have the most epic Trivia quiz of all trivia quizzes coming up on that Mac cast. Oh man! Well, when we did last year's original crossover, your your competition was pretty sweet. Yes, we, you that guys, was a very close game. Yeah, we won. Three way theater won. Yep, yep. And so we have to defend our crown. There's yes. been some controversy from the Max over we have inflatable to, ones over yeah. wanting to do another one. So we are ready to. I, I am ready for you guys. We're gonna to be slow down. Yeah, I'm excited. I thought it was. I thought this was gonna happen yesterday, and then uh, trainee yeah, got hurt. Right. Get well, buddy. Get well. Get well. And we are looking forward to that. But Jake, you have a trivia contest for the for the crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's I, here's the thing. He we at three way theater. Are uh-huh. celebrating a birthday soon. Oh. oh. Whose is it? Daisy. Mike Pava. Oh, you guys. Oh, no, you guys. Yeah, Mike Pava's birthday. He's finally going to be in his early 30s. The big 3-5. Ooh, early 30s. Pava. It's mid-30s. It's early. No, so it's not. It, to get you ready for your big birthday bash, uh-huh. I set up a trivia quiz yeah. on which is older. Oh. I'll give you two subjects, and you tell me which one you believe was or is All right. older. Do I need a horn? No, um, no gonna, you guys will both answer. be able to guess. Like we've uh, done before. All right. All right. 
Okay. It's time for Lumberjake's Trivia. Bum, bum. All right. That, whoa. Wow, Paul did you just, Schaefer over here. Yeah, wow. <laughs> did you just come? <laughs> it's the big show. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. We killed so Mikey. So I have the ages. All written down too, so I'll be able to fill you. Are in. these all people or are these things too? Wrestlers, right? These are mainly people, huh. but there's also people within certain time periods, and there's also a couple of all things right. mixed in. I'm ready. All Which right. Okay. Is older. Which is older. Okay. Okay. Which is older? You can play along at home too. Yeah. Dan Severin when he made his WWF debut, or Bob Backlund when he made his return in 1992. Backland. I'm going to go with uh, the other one. Dan Severn? Yeah, Dan Severn. Okay, Bob Backlund was 43. Dan Severn was 40 years old. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Who was older? The stalker Barry Windham in 1996 or Mike Pava as of his next birthday? Um, uh, the stalker. Mike Pava. Mike Pava, when, how old are you going to be as of your next birthday? I'm going to be 35 years old. Barry Windham was 36. Ooh! Oh, Mike but just Pava. think about that. You could be the wow. stalker. Wow. <laughs> he is the stalker. Oh, yeah, that's 36 right. 36 then? 36. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing was, the Barry Windham was super young back in the NWA. Wow. Um, okay. One to one. Greg the Hammer Valentine Ooh. at Beach Blast 1992. <laughs> the Jammer. Your, your favorite. Or Jerry Lawler when he made his WWF debut? Lawler. Oh, I, I want to say Lawler, but... I know what you... I mean, go with your heart. I, I might switch it up. Well, I want to need an answer. <laughs> I'll say Lawler. Oh. Jerry Lawler was 43. Greg Valentine was 40 years old. Ooh, All right. Good. All right. Tied. Okay. So we each are two to two, Two right? to two. Yeah. Jerry's Jerry Lawler's girlfriend Lauren when they met, <laughs> <laughs> or Northeast Championship Wrestling. Okay. Oh, Northeast Championship Wrestling. Right. NCW. NCW. Oh, that's your answer. Yes. Oh, you you weren't even like yeah, missing no. a beat. No, because I'm pretty sure the girlfriend. I'm gonna was... say I'm gonna say NCW was oh, older. I'm pretty sure the wait before you give the answer. I'm pretty sure the girl was 19. NCW is 20 years old. Yep. And Lauren was 21. Oh! That must have been Lawler's ex that was 19. Terry Funk, <laughs> when he won the ECW title. Uh-huh. Or Vince McMahon, when he won the WWF title. Vince McMahon. Because This is going to um, be a close one. But he, So I have my thought process on it, but go ahead. Go, I'm going to say Terry Funk. So before you answer... Okay. Uh, my enti- I'm closing my eyes and I'm thinking all those promos, 54-year-old, middle-aged and crazy Terry Funk. Vince had to have been older than 54 when he won the title in 2000 or 99. All right, go ahead. What's the answer? Terry Funk was 53. Ooh. Ooh. Vince McMahon was 54. Whoa! I, I actually thought, all right. Jason's the- up by one? Yeah. Yes. The National Wrestling Alliance... Or Mexican legend Mil Mascaris. <laughs> Mil Mascaris. NWA. The NWA was founded 69 years ago. 
Mo Mascaris is 75. Yeah. yeah. Chris Jericho at the Festival of Friendship or Batista when he won his last Royal Rumble? Ooh. Batista. Jericho. Jericho was 46 years old and Batista was 45. Oh. This is the last. We're tied. Last again. We're tied. All right. This is it. All right. Vern Gagne when he had his last match. In the wrestler or in real life? In real life. <laughs> Or Nick Bockwinkle when he had his last match. Um, Vern. Vern. Nick Bockwinkle was 59. Vern Gagne was 60. Ooh. Ooh. So we're still tied. Yeah, what do we do? Do you have any tiebreakers? Um, nope. You guys are going to have to All kiss right. it out. Well. All right. Wait, did you say kiss it out? Yep. Oh. Oh. All right. Kiss All out. right. I mean. Okay. I mean, wow. everybody really loses. I guess this. you wish you would have come to the live show now. Yeah. No, I meant like like the band Kiss, like sing Kiss songs. Oh. 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 I was made for loving oh, you, yeah. baby. Oh. You were made Mike for Paper loving wins. me. Yeah. Oh. Uh. You didn't sing a Kiss song, bitch. I was thinking of which. <laughs> First of all, I don't like that. I don't like the way you're presenting yourself to me. Uh, I feel very threatened uh. right now when I'm not in a safe space. But I was deciding whether to do Detroit Rock City or to do Well, it took Beth. too long to decide. So, oh, I love uh, Beth. Beth. Yeah, Beth, Beth, Beth is a great is song. A great, Beth. Peter Chris Beth, kills it. Beth reminds me of like, it's very like, you know, I can't come home tonight, baby. Like, the boys are playing. Like, it's, it's, like, very it's very wrestling. Yeah. Like. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, that, well, it's yeah. like that Journey song. Um, was it with with Arms Wide Open? With Open Arms. Wait. With Open Arms. Right. Really? But like, the, so when he's open talking arms? about arms, not open, not open arms, not open arms. Oh, I can't. <laughs> With arms wide open by Creed. Yes, yes, yes. Oh no, the song. Oh, <laughs> now, I, now, now I'm now I'm stupid because I can't think of it right now. But it was like that entire verse where they're talking about like being on the road. Like, you talking about the Metallica song? No, I'm talking about Journey. You know the Metallica song. Being on road ain't please yeah, start on the road Seeger again. Song. Yeah, the Bob, Bob right. Seeger. So covered right. Yeah, but it's Journey. Okay, but which song is it? It's <laughs> we're trying to pull separate this out. Separate ways, of you. worlds apart. Yes, it is separate ways. No, it's not. Stop no. saying no. <laughs> Listen, can it's we? Lights, 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 lights. lights. Oh. Really Listen. Well, uh, we have fun during our trivia's, and you can go back and check out all of our previous this trivia is, well, games. So you know, this is the first time we've done a minicast in a while. How 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 deep are we in? Like. Three-way theater. We've like, been doing this for like a no, 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 we're, ball, we're about a half hour in. We're balls half hour deep. In. Do we have uh, time to do a quick little discussion? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we can do whatever we want. It's our show. So I made a... Uh, I've been listening to some uh, shoot interviews and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Reading some articles. And I found... And I made a list of things that almost happened in Ooh. wrestling. Ooh. And I want to uh, have a discussion on what you guys think it would have been. Like how it would have turned. All right, okay, you do that, and then when we wrap up, I have a question for you guys about a future movie project that's happening in the world of three-way theater. Bum, bum, bum. All right, all right. So you go ahead, Jake. Okay. So one of the the thing that really kicked this off was uh, Bruce Pritchard mentioning that when he made his return in 1992, it was going to be as Bobby Heenan Jr. He was going to bleach his hair, and he was going to be Bobby Heenan's son. All right. He didn't really go into what the details of it were going to be, but he was going to be the son of Bobby the Brain Heenan. In 92. 1992. 
when he I mean, his, how, I mean, had already been that, around for a while. But so. is there that big of an age difference no. between the two? Um, maybe. Like, I mean, I don't. Maybe think. like fifth. Maybe fifteen years. Maybe yeah, ten. I don't know. But that's interesting. Um, do you think it would have worked? Do you no. Like, as no. a manager or anything? Like, it no. would have turned Bobby babyface because he would have to beat the crap out of this guy. <laughs> do you think people would have recognized him as Brother Love? Yes. Y- yeah. Okay. I mean, he only had the red face. Yeah, I think I think Pritchard has a very red face or not. He has very distinguished features yeah. that would make him recognizable. Yeah. And frankly, I don't think he had the stuff to pull off doing a Heenan Junior. Disagree. Um, to be Heenan Junior. Okay, that's a very big shoes to fill. But yes. if they did it in a way, see, this is interesting. Were they supposed to be like? Was it, he supposed to be? Like a parody of him? Was he just supposed to no, be? No, like, it was supposed to. They be were like, just trying to like rub, like give. He him was like, gonna have like the Bobby Heenan jackets, and he was gonna have the hair, and he was gonna be. First like, of all, oh, why you can't think... have, you can't have another Bobby Heenan? But first of all, Bruce Pritchard doesn't need that kind of rub. Brother Love was great as it was. He could have been like Robbie Heenan. Why couldn't he just be Bruce Pritchard? I just I don't I don't I don't I don't think he could pull it off. I think he's incredibly talented. I think you could, Bruce. Like he like he's listening. Roll tight on that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Now the rumor innuendo is. God, shut up. Okay, so another. Uh, Tony that would have been a fail. Tony. Okay, you could, yeah. would you guys say a fail? Absolutely. Yeah. Wrestle crap. Yeah. Would have been wrestle crap. I don't even think it would have been memorable enough to be even be wrestle crap. You think it would have been dropped? Yeah. So yeah. Fast. Good point, JC. Um, okay. Tony Schiavone mentioned that one person that he remembers hearing recalled as being the possible third man mm-hmm. was Mabel. I also heard that, yeah. Ma- I mean, okay, so you were, what, six years old when that happened, yeah, Jake? Yeah, Be- Beach Blast was, I was six years old. It was Bash of the Beach, actually. But They, uh, they had both. It was <laughs> why. Yeah. And they had, like, like a great American Bash. It was, <laughs> they, no, okay. it was very confusing. I agree with you. It's very confusing. But, Mikey, we were in the thick of the Monday Night Wars during that time, and I don't know about you, but, like, there was, I was trying to find any bit of information I could about who the third man could be. Like, so, I'm going to be honest, if it had been Mabel, I would have been pretty bummed, because I don't think it would have had the impact. I had heard million, like, Time and Time Wars was going to be Bulldog, and I was convinced was it was going to be yeah. Bulldog. Because... And the reason why is because I thought that with the entire... Because as much as I knew that wrestling was a work, like the Lex Luger Bulldog team and how that ended when Luger jumped to WCW... Wasn't Lex Luger also... He was possibly been one. He was. He was. He, yeah. He was the most logical choice, being because like, they had just taken the other than the other than Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Lex Luger was the most, but he was a red herring the whole time. Right. So like so him who, being taken out, even I feel like was if a anybody else could have done it. Who would you pick? Well, so for me, it would have been Bulldog because I felt like. What about Sting? I don't think. Again, I don't that think it would have had the. Sense. I agree, but. Like, it, I mean, honestly, if it was WWF guys, if Bret Hart had actually jumped, that would have been huge. I don't think he necessarily would have fit in with Hall and Nash. Yeah, I heard Shawn Michaels also might have been one of them. I mean, that would have been awesome. But Hart was the only one that was truly on, not without a, he was without a contract. If so, Shawn jumped, would Monday night... Would it be, would it would have ended... Would w- they would have killed WWF, yeah. yeah. If, if Michaels, and Vince, that's the thing, Vince would have never have let Shawn leave. He would have let everybody else leave. I think he, 
I think it was between he thought that either Brett or Sean could leave, and 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 Brett was costing him more money. So I he, think he had a hard on for Sean. I agree, but Sean was a fucking nightmare to work with. But so you so, think he would have lasted in WCW with, between no. him and Hulk Hogan? He would have burnt out, but. The momentum that would have been there if Sean had joined the NWO or joined Hall and Nash, it would have been off the charts. Also, um, Hulk Hogan was so dead against bringing in Hall and Nash, he wanted to bring in Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior. I mean, yeah. I just Why? I, to get his wins back. Yeah, of course. Right. Now, do you think... Though they would have been a worthy like no. replacement of Holland Nash. I don't. I mean, here's the thing. Again, even when I was thinking, oh, it's gonna be Bulldog, I mean, whatever else, would have been. Holland Nash fits such a, a specific type of niche. I yeah. don't see how any of those guys could have rolled with him. And even at first, I didn't see how Hogan was going to until he really kind of just took over the entire thing for himself. Well, they had a, he had a hard time. With the heel thing, like I when, also, they, when they did like the black and white, like yeah, paid for by the NWO skits, like the producer would keep filming after they had stopped doing what they were supposed to do, and that's most of the shots that they used because Hogan was more relaxed and what's a fucking being, William Shatner move? You know yeah, that, and it fucking worked. They went to do takes with Shatner and do them all until they stopped recording and had him do one, and he finally got it. Like, <laughs> it was um, also one, two, three. Kid was one of the possible. Jokes. I think that would have been cool. See, because there was that click connection. And, he uh, was supposed to be brought in way earlier yeah, than he was. Yeah, it was actually the 90-day non-compete yeah. clause that cost him in the end. That he would have been one of the first. People. Imagine he would have been four Pac. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think honestly, they never called him Pac though. They sure, sure fucking did. did. Six Pac, motherfucker. I don't think so. I don't think that was. A no, thing. you were. My favorite is when he came back. I was to the six Pac at the time myself. <laughs> when uh, he made his return to WWF in '98, and Jim Ross on commentary just called, kept on calling him a kid. Like yeah. it's the kid. Yeah. Like because they didn't yeah. decide on what they were gonna name him yet when he came back, and they weren't gonna call him the one, two, three kid. But they just like this kid's back. Um, but as far I love as your two, three kid, I love X Pac. I, I do too. Hot take. Yes. Uh, hot take. Um, X Pac heat was bullshit. Yeah. Hot take. Mm. I think it was that Uncle Cracker song that really put it over. I his... got everything I ever wanted, and <laughs> I'll never give that back. You think I'm the X Factor, but you don't gotta look at me like that. And said you don't gotta look at me like that. And said what you're looking at. <laughs> oh no, we're having some audio issues. Oh no, I need a mixer with my ball peen hammer. Um, um to answer well, before you can, the only thing I say is that I don't think as far as an impact. Anybody would have made a bigger impact than Hulk Hogan, except for like a Bret Hart. I think it would have been an oh shit moment, but it yeah. wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have changed the fucking industry. Michaels, like HBK, or Bret would have been the only two that Hulk I feel Hogan's like heel turn, like the heel turn yeah. of Hulk Hogan. That was the way to do it. Yes. So um, another. If he fail. had turned heel at any other point, I don't think it would have had the impact. Um, next up, I have a trio of Papa Shango rumors. <laughs> okay. Papa Shango was supposedly in the running to do the following things. Okay. Make, he's was the one to make Bob Backlund go crazy. Mm-hmm. He was going to make Rocco the puppet come to life, which would have been played by a midget greaser. <laughs> and he was going to be the one that resurrected Kane for Paul Bear. Which one would we pick? Out of the These three? are all three real things. Right, but which one out of those three would you want to so see happen? So if you want to absorb these things. Like, I want Rocco to come to life. 
as a midget greaser. Yes. Who would you have as a midget wrestler play Rocco? Short sleeve Samson. He was not wrestling at the time. In 92. Queasy. Queasy. I believe that was uh, Little Louie. Yeah, Little Louie. All right, Little Louie. Yeah. All right. little... My pick, Tiny the Terrible. Ooh. Oh. He, he's also... That a... would have been great. Yep. But he's... He... Okay, breaking uh-huh. down the fourth wall, Tiny the Terror, Terrible is a person of color. Yeah, right. and Rocco was not. Well, as I've been promoting this entire episode, we need more persons of color. Listen, and... I'm in full support of that, but... Ooh, um, Awesome Kong on Glow, too. Oh, all right. Yeah, same... I'm so three. Good for Glow. We're up Good to three. Glow. Yeah, they, for... so far, Glow has had the best representation. Plus, they had it's a bunch of been, women. It's also, it's also been the most recent thing we've done. Well, we'll we, can, we can talk about that in a minute. Um, okay. Do you think him making Bob Backlund would have been... I would have been... I, so, okay. I think that would have made... Not, I hate to say make the most sense because that doesn't make because sense Because there was no explanation with him being crazy. But that's why I love like crazy old been... Bob. Like that sense, like, I think he got so overdoing that himself... That it made it redundant to have Papa Shango be I don't the think guy. It was over. I think like, it you was... don't think it was no. over. What you don't think that President Bob Backlund was over? Not even I President Bob Backlund. Mr. Bob, Bob Backlund. Yeah, that was crazy. Over Survivor Series '94. You don't. That was great. You don't like that? No. Huh. I did not like Backlund's run when he came back. Really? So I you. Love... So what you're saying is that you hate Bob Backlund? No, I personally loved, hate Bob I've, Backlund. I've, I've, Interviewed Bob Backlund. I've met Bob Backlund on several occasions. Nice, great guy. Humble Check brag. out his uh, his uh, his his gym in a box. His gym in a box. Thank you very much. Because I was I could not think of that. I got Thank you, you Lumberjack. I watched um, I watched his viral videos. I would see. I'm changing my vote now. I want I want the explanation as to him the reason why that Bob so went crazy. I want him to resurrect Kane. Oh, all right. Hey, how great would that? It would have been Shaw, such a. He, the Godfather said that he. Had special gear made and things were going to happen. Like they had promo pictures taken for. So they would have new been like age, a tag team. It would have been a new age dark. Not even. Or he would have been like a manager. He I would, would think been, he would have been a. Like, it's, it's just it's one of those things. Or where another like a disciple one-off. of yes. Paul, uh, Paul Bearer. Yes. And he had special gear made and had like the photos taken as new age Papa Shango, which would have been like a darker reboot of Papa Shango. That would have uh, been awesome. Did the Undertaker and Papa Shango ever wrestle each other? No, but Papa Shango was part so. of the BSK. That's true. The, like the, the, the Bone Street, Street crew. Yeah. The, the real life friendship. Of yeah. It was the. Uh, so Taker was always Taker. looking out for Shango. It was the Bizarro click. And um, the, the Harris brothers, right? It was the Harris brothers. Fatu. Uh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Who did I just say before that? I don't uh, know who you said. Uh, the Harris brothers. No, before that. Harris brothers, I don't think were in the oh, BSK. Midian. Midian. Midian was in there. Harry Midian Godwin. was, yes. The Godwins, Fatu, yeah. Savio Yokozuna, Vega. Savio Vega. There's actually a picture you can check out on the old interwebs of them yeah. all hanging out yeah. together. It's but actually, uh, they were actually the team of the dark side at Survivor Series 1995. Where all right. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Um, but and, they all, I, and they all survived. <laughs> see, but I, I wouldn't change the Kane storyline one bit. So like, I just I rewatched loved... Hell in the Cell because it was the 20-year anniversary yeah, of Hell recently, in the Cell. Yeah. And that is a perfect wrestling match. Like not a, and oh, I the match mean, itself was amazing. Well, but I just mean the drama, the build up, because I watched Ground Zero before it, the match leading up to Hell in a Cell, yeah. where Michaels and HBK, all the roster was out there, and that was the first time Taker the did the plancha. Yeah. First time he ever did a dive. Yeah. And that was on Monday Night Raw for years. Yeah. As we open. 
And uh, then it brought to Hell in a Cell and the drama of it all and everything. The crowd was rabid for everything. And Undertaker's going to beat Shawn Michaels. Yup. And then the lights, lights go, go off. Like, it was such a cool thing. But I think it would have been fun to have Papa Shawn go in there, too, doing some shit. Like, he I think resurrected that... because... Would they have, would in they one have of done, the, like, a video package? What if, then he comes okay. out? In one what? of the promos, Paul Bearer said there were not three holes at the funeral. There was, or there was not two holes Plus. at the funeral. There was three. What if... Kane's alive. So. Paul Bearer could not control Kane and needed Papa Shango to perform voodoo, try to control Well, here's Kane. the thing. I think they went with the story that uh, Paul Bearer kept Kane alive in a secret, but then I think they would have went with Papa Shango raised Kane from the dead. No, I, I get what you're saying. And it would have been like positing. a Jason Voorhees. He yeah, died okay. as a child, no, but he comes right. back as a full adult. Right. I get that. But what <laughs> I'm saying is to put a different spin on it, if you don't want to go with the straight resurrection of a dead man and a wrestler, yeah. you know... You have Papa Shango used as an instrument but to why control Kane. Why wouldn't Paul Bear be able to control him? He was his father. I'm just throwing. I'm just at the like time Undert- we did it. Like at the time Undertaker's in '97, we didn't know it was his father. Oh, true. We didn't but, find out but, until but, they retconned but, that years geez. later. But we know now. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> let's cool down. <laughs> let's right, let's cool down over this Kane talk. I gotta steer the ship. Let's go. Um, so another Bob Backlund one was that he was supposed to get disenfranchised and become a punk rocker <laughs> after losing the title to the Iron Sheik. I'm so glad that didn't he happen. He was supposed to have a mohawk that was dyed a different color no and way. an earring. Yeah, I've heard this. And no the way. reason that Bob Backlund didn't go for it was because he had young children and he didn't want them seeing their dad being a bad guy on TV at that time. Who's they were too young. fucking idea was that? Um... Vince McMahon, I believe. Awful. Kevin! Kevin! <laughs> uh, uh, did you wrestle? Did your opponent show up? Nope, still no opponent. Oh. oh. And Cam is bitching about my ropes? Motherfucker. Are they loose? Ah, that's what he says. Well, tell the kids to tighten them up. Tighten them up, brothers. So, Kellen, we're talking about things that almost happened in wrestling. Okay, like my match tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been three-way theater. See you later, folks. So, um, we're talking about... Bob Backlund becoming a punk rocker after losing to the Iron Sheik, but he uh, vetoed that. Do you think that would have worked out? No. Bob Backlund worked because he was Bob fucking Backlund. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, you missed this conversation. What were your thoughts on Mr. Bob Backlund? Mr. Bob Backlund? When he turned heel the first time with the hands staring. It was a little weird. Weird. But I... I... Do you think it got over? Wow. Not re- no. All right. No, not really. Look at you, that. You and Mike Pava would agree on that. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think it was as over as it, it they thought it was going to be. <laughs> say that. All right. Okay. How about this? Um, Kane was supposed to be resurrected by Papa Shango. That would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. all right. Okay. Let me get to the next. The ultimate warrior. Give us a big one. Let's let's. If you want to do. Okay. Here's. Jim Ross was supposed to play Colonel Sanders in the KFC commercials that are going on right now. What? When they have the interchangeable Colonel Sanders, Jim Ross was supposed to be one of them. He interviewed for it, and <laughs> they turned him a down. Fucking yes. millionaire! Yep. They turned him down, or he? They turned him. He okay. interviewed. He but, tried out for it. Okay, so here's here's the bi- uh, that was just wait, wait. like a little passing. Okay. Oh, but here's right. the big one. Um, at WrestleMania 12, Roddy Piper was supposed to fight O.J. Simpson. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah, in a actual fight where he they told O.J. 
that he was just going to legitimately beat him up. Right. And then when they couldn't get OJ, they tried to get um, uh, who's the guy that drove the fucking truck? OJ dri- Simpson. No, the, no, OJ was in the back. Who was driving? Al-Cali? Yeah, they were gonna get, they were gonna get him instead, and they was like, you know what? We're not gonna go down this road. They yeah. should have got Ron Goldman. <laughs> Ron is dead. <laughs> that was a legitimate like and OJ, and OJ was fully on board it was the WWF that thought it was in bad taste and pulled do you guys think OJ and then they decided this you know you fucked up and then they and then decided they to strip the, gold dust and have him wear lingerie underneath but that wasn't what in a bad weird taste. match that was you guys think OJ did it yes. hot, hot take. take yes <laughs> but if the glove don't fit you must have quit oh, man this is arthritis <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what? He was off his meds. Check us out on threewaytheater.com. Oh, wait, before we. Oh, you have you have. Oh, well, so oh, yeah, the big, big question. The big news since we recorded the wrestler. Big news. And big now news. is that Bradley Cooper is in final talks to signing on to play Vince McMahon. Oh, in the biopic. Yes. Bradley Cooper. Bradley yes, Cooper. Play Vince he's playing Vince McMahon. Yes. Well, he's, he's What's the name? The, who cast the role? Vince McMahon. <laughs> um, this is the big movie some, that they're the that they've it? been writing. Um, it's got some cool yeah. name. Uh, so while Mikey's looking that up, though, Vince McMahon was very upset when Humphrey Bogart. But here's the thing. <laughs> so Cary Grant. It's weren't available. Get me Cary Grant. He's so, leading man handsome. This movie's gonna <laughs> primarily. <laughs> this movie's gonna primarily take place in the '80s. So it's going to be Young Vince. Yeah, and it's called Pandemonium. Right, that's and, right. That's and it's it going to end with fucking WWF taking the WWF name from them. Right, Pandemonium. Yes. Pandemonium. Hey, what's hey, up? Hey, yes. We are live podcasting Whoa, on Snapchat. Snapchat yeah. Yes. Check this us out on 3 Yes. Yep. Woo. So do you guys think Bradley Cooper could pull this off? Yes. Oh, you're... Oh. I'm so in with this. Yes. Um... Is that is this actually going to happen? Like, leave Shriver well, was so supposed before, to play Chris Benoit. I didn't think this movie was ever because this is the same movie that has the scene written in where Vince is getting a blowjob at Madison Square Garden. Yes, while fucking Hulk Hogan's winning the world title for the first time. <laughs> yeah, is that real? That's, That's a scene, scene in the movie in the that movie. was written. Is, did that happen though? No, no, of course not. Well, I mean, is, Vince will probably say it did. Yeah, is but Vince McMahon okay with this? I feel like he. It's an unauthorized movie. He's doesn't. It's not his. Like I don't. Are they kind of call They him had Vince wanted. McMahon? They had asked him to be a part of it, but he had a bunch of ridiculous things that he wanted to rewrite, and they were like, "We're just going to do it ourselves." Yeah, he's a public figure. They can make this biopic <laughs> yeah. with or without him. But I want to get Charlie so Chaplin. My quick question, and we can think about this until we record the next episode. But do we think Bradley Cooper is the guy to play Vince McMahon? And who would you pick to play Linda? Oh, I was going to tell you who I wanted to play Vince. Oh, no. Give me that, too. Al Pacino. <laughs> he has to be a young actor to play a young Vince McMahon. Young Al Pacino. <laughs> Hear me out. So, Hear me out. Uh-huh. Taylor Negron. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, he's dead. Will Ferrell. Is Taylor Negron dead? Yeah, he just yeah. died. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. He died, like, like last year. Yeah, yeah it's real sad. I know. I love Taylor Negron. Um. I need so Jake. I want you to think about it because yeah, I want you to give me gonna, a real answer. We're gonna table this, but and, and I also Linda want you to think by Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> Ew, uh, <laughs> I like Lisa. I, I have my answer. answer. Okay, but, okay, but I'm I also wait. Want, I'm gonna table it. But I want you to think about Linda too. Oh, I have Linda. Okay, I know. So I want you to think about. Okay, Vince. I'm gonna. I got mine. And I and I'm gonna throw one more in there for you. Don Cheadle, <laughs> Hogan. Who would play Hogan? Yes. Hulk Hogan. No. God damn it, guys. Yes, are you, that's a great idea. No. Will you Hulk guys Hogan think plays about Hulk this? Hogan. Stop no, no, thinking. No, 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 no. 
the perfect casting for Hulk Hogan is per- right there available in front of everybody's face. Brooke Hogan. Oh. <laughs> oh. I have some thoughts on who could play Hogan, uh, well, but we're gonna, I think this is going to take a little more time. Play yeah, I agree. Listen, I don't think anybody can... I don't think Bradley Cooper's going to nail Vince McMahon. This is going to be a weird fucking movie to watch. Okay, I and I want you guys to think who's going to play Akeem the African Dream. Perfect. Akeem. Kellen, I want to thank you for joining us. And, uh, oh, yeah, thank you, Kellen. Giving us your insight so on where the do, wrestler. You were giving so we us hope where you have we a match could, oh. tonight, Kellen. I fucking don't know. Oh, yeah. How do you find us? Check us out on threewaytheater.com. You can also download our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, mm. or any other. You can follow Does, us on Instagram. Instagram. Tumblr. See, Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also on Instagram. Right. Right. Yes. Both of them. And Instagram. <laughs> Yep. No, that's uh, I just add water and I go to grandmother. We're on Facebook and Twitter, all three way theater. All three way theater. Well, not all, all three way the theater. Time. It's just three way theater. <laughs> Check out our other uh, side projects we're going on. Best in the show. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Northeast Championship Wrestling. <laughs> nice little side. Yeah, nice little side trivia. Try to think we got going on. Uh, uh, JC Stump. Uh, have Mikey pick you up in an Uber. Yeah, Mikey like all of our Uber. side projects. Yep. Uh huh. I'm Mike Pava. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. I'm JC. I'm Lumberjake. And this, this has been Three Way Theater. Me and the boys will be playing